Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Reed, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Happy to be in the cave. Thank Great. you for having us. Second time. Last year we saw you on the junket. Uh, now we get a one-on-one interview, which will be fun. Uh, the listeners, the viewers, and can see you. Season two, which recently premiered, right? Uh, Villains of the Valley View on Disney. How has this ride been for you since last year with this, this show? Is true. Yep. Um, it's been. I mean, it's been crazy. Um, obviously, last uh, last season was a bit of a you know. It, the whole point of the first season is kind of getting in the swing of everything and, and, you know, yeah. getting, you know, used to these characters and the writing and everybody's still kind of figuring each other out. And so when we jumped into second season, everybody was just firing on all cylinders and we were just, I mean, everything was, was just bigger and better and sharper than it was last year. So we had a lot more time to really make the most of this year and, um, and put in more input with these characters and infuse more interesting things just to make it more of a dynamic show to set it apart from every other, you know, Disney show that we've ever seen. Um, and it was, you know, it was a big year of uh, just kind of self-discovery when it comes to work, because this is the first year that I've like lived by myself. So a lot of things that come from learning the lessons of now, you know, living by myself in an apartment, um, now kind of come into play with like how I, you know, navigate my, you know, work and, and what lessons can I take from the things that I've learned over the past couple of years and put it into the character and uh, just kind of infusing things that I can take from my own life and put them into my characters. Yeah. We're going to jump into the, to the newest season in a few minutes too, but I want to talk a little bit about your career. Also, I was doing some research on you born in Denver. How does a kid from Denver decide to go be in the acting world? What made you jump into the industry? Uh, I, <laughs> it's a funny story. Um, and it's uh, honestly a, a little bit, uh, ironic considering, uh, the events of the past week. So, um, brief backstory. I, I was at the, um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny premiere, uh, a week ago. And why that's relevant is because, um, I first watched, uh, Star Wars when I was three. Right. And I loved Harrison Ford's character, Han Solo. I loved the world, everything about it. I was obsessed with it. Um, and then a couple of years later, I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. uh, again, seeing Harrison Ford. And I never, I never really knew what an actor was. The, the thought that these stories were fictional never really occurred to me at that young age. And so my parents had to like sit me down and explain to me why I was seeing like Harrison Ford double and explain to me who Harrison Ford even was and what he did and what this job was. And that was like both world shattering yet deeply inspiring because it's like people get to like play pretend for for a living like that's a thing that people um and from then on it had been something where i had kind of done as a you know kind of a for fun thing summer theater camp things like that uh and then when i hit about uh 13 14 uh i had some friends who had gotten some success uh film and television acting while i was still doing plays back in denver uh in the local theater company and then I saw how they were doing and I wanted to give it a shot. So we started out locally in Denver, you know, uh, commercials and things like that. Student films, kind of little extra spots if they were open, you know, around Colorado and then started flying out to LA and 
rest is history. Uh, I gotta know. You said you saw the premiere. How was it? Don't no don't spoil it for me. But how was it? No spoilers. It was it was gorgeous. I mean, as a conclusion to the to that saga, that story, I think it was really really well done. Um, I had some some friends who were you know work or had mutual friends who were working on the on the movie, and they all had really good things to say about it as they were working on it. So. I was stoked. I was going to like it regardless, just because yeah. that's who I am. But it was really satisfying to watch. And it was it was very beautiful. So they should be really proud of the work that they did. If they ever redo another Young Indiana Jones, you're going to go for it or what? I mean, I would love to. I mean, I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, I believe it was River Phoenix that played Young Indy back in uh, Last Crusade. He did a really good job. Um, and that's a that's a pedestal in and of itself to, to try to tackle a role that, you know, someone else has done so, so gracefully. So if I get the opportunity to audition for it, that would be awesome. But at the same time, also like respect to the, the actors who have, you know, done the hard work cause they've, you know, they've laid the groundwork and they, they've, they've succeeded. So I'm like, I don't want to tarnish that, <laughs> that legacy right. at all. Right. Speaking of roles, uh, does Reed have a dream role that you want to get your hands on someday? I know you're kind of doing like the superhero villain right now, but is there uh, anything you love to tackle? Gosh, I mean, it's it's, it's too many to count, to be honest with you. I mean, it, it kind of it, it changes every day, to be honest with you, with the more television that I that I watch. Um, just just seeing new new kinds of shows that I never really conceptualized before. Like I've always wanted to do a Western, always wanted to do a Western. I was a mm. big cowboy kid uh, growing up. My uh, my whole family's from Montana, so that's a huge part of the the culture over there. Um, so I've always wanted to do something like that. That would be cool, like a kind of spaghetti western, fistful of dollars kind of thing. But um, uh, my brother and I are watching uh, The Bear right now, and that's another kind of show that I would love to do. Just it, it's hard to to pinpoint because everybody's coming up with so many really cool ideas now, especially in the you know. Uh, the the wake of, of of streaming every everybody's got a good idea and it's just like as an actor it's a it's a dream it's like the sky's the limit with with characters and, and the auditions that we get are things that we could have never imagined so um i, I I'll, I'll know it when it hits me kind of thing you know what i mean right, like right. When, I, when i see the script i'm like oh okay this is the one but um if i had to pinpoint it to one thing it's got to be star wars i'm a nerdy guy by nature but like i love i love star wars to be a part of that universe would be absolutely wicked so i'm gonna say either western or star wars for sure there you go and it's so great about star wars i guess the universe is so open with it now it's like you can even just do voiceover and you're still in it somehow absolutely absolutely i mean i i watched a lot of the uh the cartoons growing up whether it was you know the clone wars or rebels or whatever yeah. um and even hearing actors like uh freddie prince jr is a part of the star wars universe now by virtue of the of the cartoons and now he's a character that people uh love it's like anybody's got an opportunity now so that would be that would be really neat so yeah so let's jump now into the villains of the valley view it just recently premiered on disney season two uh we talked about how it's been crazy for you to going from season one to season two but i kind of know because i didn't get a chance to ask you this last year on the junket uh tell us a little about the audition process that you went through for jake chaos um the audition process honestly was it was really crazy because of course we were in COVID while it was happening yeah. kind of almost post pandemic sort of like on the tail end. Um, and so all of it was done via self tapes and, and zoom sessions and things like that, that I did in my basement, you know, self tape room. Um, 
And original, like one of the first scripts that we got, uh, it was a scene with my character and then uh, Malachi's character, Colby, and then uh, of course, Amy. Uh, and they were in like a, a, a battle with a, with a superhero who had just found them. And then they, they pursue into like sibling argument while it's happening. It was a really cute scene. Um, but the dynamics of these siblings were, you know, very defined right from the jump. Um, and I remember loving the very just sarcastic, you know, kind of antagonistic relationship that these siblings had. And I had about three sessions with that, if I remember correctly, just over, you know, callbacks and, and, and kind of zoom, not zoom, um, just, uh, self tapes. And then, uh, the funniest part is I got a call for my first chem read while I was on vacation with my family in uh, Disney World in Florida. And so we had a a day in the park. And so I spent the morning in the park, got an Uber, went from the park back to our hotel room, did the chemistry read with, which is where I met uh, Izzy and Malachi for the first time over Zoom and uh, as well as James and Lucy. And uh, it was like a two hour Zoom session. Like it was, it was, it was the longest Zoom I had ever been in, like a lot of time in the waiting room, kind of twiddling your thumbs and making sure you know your lines, things like that. Um, and then you pop on and it's like, okay, it's time to time to be professional, time to get your game face on. Um, but reading with Izzy and Malachi immediately set me at ease because they are already so professional and just so grounded um, that it just made reading with them just an absolute breeze and made it an actual just not nervous, but fun auditioning process. Cause I loved watching the choices that they were making. Cause it inspired me to make different choices uh, in the moment. Yeah. And so that was very, very special for sure. And then um, I didn't get the call that I booked the job until I had returned from my vacation as, and I was in a, um, a drive through uh, literally a drive through and uh, my manager called me with my whole team on the phone and I had to pull out of the drive through as there were cars behind me and kind of fishtail my car into a parking spot very haphazardly and take the phone call while my car was kind of up on the curb. And I'm just like, yeah, hello, uh, what's going on? And then, um, you know, like it's either good news or bad news when the call has your manager and your agent and your parents on the phone and you're like, oh, here we go. And so it was a very kind of funny, uh, collection of moments that make up that really great memory but um it was a fun process for sure especially seeing uh how much we kind of grew as now our our cast family with every step along the way you mentioned family and everything you know like this show is on disney channel it's a family oriented show my eight-year-old daughter loves the show when you booked this thank you when you booked it and it was uh you know you get to play jake but you also get to play a villain of chaos like what went through your mind Yes. Um, man, it, it, it posed a, a unique challenge for me when I first got that character, because, you know, as far as his, his, his family dynamic is concerned, everyone, uh, apart from him wants to be a villain. They want to live that lifestyle. They're, they're, they're very, um, against the idea of trying to be anything different than that and so when i first started seeing more for this character of jake it's like oh he's already like set apart from all of them and as we've progressed from first season to the second season it's like his family has started to accept him for that and in his in his difference from the rest of the family um but what's cool is he's started to now influence them 
And he started to leave a mark trying to be a, a, a good person and, and trying to do different on his siblings. And it's, you'll see it in a few episodes where um, you can, you, you think of a decision that like Amy would make in, in season one, but now, you know, because of something that Jake said to her, she stops and thinks twice about it. And it it's nice to see that he's making an impact and his, the work that he's done on himself is now kind of inspiring the rest of his family. Like he might still get grief for it. And he does every episode for being the goody two shoes character, the boy scout, whatever, but he's, he's proud of that. And he, he has faith in his family that like, that that has value and then they'll see it eventually. He's just the guy to give them time, which I thought was a really, really awesome character to, to play. Would you say he's growing a lot from season one now hitting it to season two? Absolutely. I mean, season one for him was all about kind of establishing the fact that he, that he stood apart from the rest of them. Yeah. Um, and so you see him him doing so and the consequences of that by him, you know, interacting with with the superhero Starling and, and that kind of relationship that takes place and how his sister feels betrayed by that. And, you know, he, he kind of learns firsthand what the consequences of him trying to go off on his own feels like. And now when all, at least seemingly all the conflict has subsided at the end of season one going into season two, he feels like the pressure's off now and he can kind of further go into this kind of self-discovery mode where he's like i've lived as a villain my whole life i've never lived as a normal person right and all these things i see in in normal life like on you know television and movies it looks like fun and i want to try it and so jake spends a lot of of season two just trying things and trying to like really find himself and also kind of figure out his comfort level when it comes to his relationship with this whole idea of a hero versus a villain and where he stands on that, because there are quite a few points where he gets very conflicted and he has to kind of force himself to make a choice and to see him in that very, I guess, isolating conflict because the rest of his camp family, at least as far as he knows, can't relate to that. And so he has to to really learn to fight these problems and these battles on his own. Um, so season two is is really just his his season of self discovery for sure. Last year when I spoke to the whole cast, uh, everybody has like a unique way bringing these characters to life. It's and, uh, they're funny. These this cat these cast members are funny. Like, is there a specific Absolutely. cast member that when you find out you're working with them for a lot of scenes, you get excited about? Absolutely. I mean. I, with all of them for sure because every every cast member has a very unique humor that that i interact with in different ways but the one person that always posed the most fun and challenged me was was james because james is a comedic master like there's no doubt about it the dude is a machine no matter how many lines you give him no matter how many alts situations whatever he will find the funny no matter what and so whenever we would be in a storyline together, I would get like a little bit competitive. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to steal his laughs because I know he's going to try to steal mine and we're going to have fun with it. And so it would get to the point where uh, we would do a couple takes of the scene as written. And then we would go to the writers and our, and our showrunners, Chris and Brian, and we would start pitching ideas for like uh, buttons on the end of a scene and stuff like that. And just kind of trying to outdo each other. And that made the scenes so much more fun because it kind of opened the floodgates to this like 
creative collaboration in a way. And it wasn't just like actors being actors. It's like, oh no, now you're, you're kind of comedian comedians in your own right. Like you, you, like, you know, things that are going to be funny and now you're trying to top each other and it's, it's fun and it's lighthearted. And it's, it's always so fun to be in those situations, especially with James, because he makes it uh, like, you have to think outside the box for sure. And it's awesome. Awesome. What do you, what are you hoping for when the viewers tune in to watch a second? So you, what are you hoping they get out of this season? Wow. Um, I, I, first and foremost, I'm just grateful that people are watching. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's such a, it's such a privilege to go on social media and see feedback and people that people are liking it. Like that's, yeah. that's enough in my book. But um, the thing that I hope that people get from this is, and th I, I guess this is kind of an ongoing theme for, for all the characters this season is that concept of, of trying to find your trying to find like yourself and, and where where you belong in the sense that like you have to forge your own path you know what i mean like despite all of the outward you know external pressures upon you people telling you you know what what you should do and, and who you should be at the end of the day like you have to make that all your own make that call on your own and find yourself um because every character deals with that in this season like they 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 you know the the for a lot of them the ghosts of the past come to uh come to find them and then it's like that this test of character is going to determine who I am and you have to be brave in those moments. And I feel like that's a huge thing that I feel like those that I want the viewers to get from that is, yeah, like you, you gotta be brave and, 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 and it, it, you can always ask for help with whether it's your family or your friends and have people that have your best interests at heart and, 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 and hold on to those values because yeah, life will test you no matter what. But you gotta you gotta be ready to to weather that storm, and I feel like the Maddens really feel that this this season, and they have to work on expanding their circle of trust. And so, I hope people kind of really resonate with that this this season for sure. How many how many episodes are we expecting uh, for this season? Nineteen is the wow. final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how far uh, you think we have a chance uh, shot for a season three or what? Have you heard anything so far? I'm hoping so. I mean, I'm I'm always optimistic. We'll we'll see how it goes. Um between you and me, I think I think we'll be okay. I'm really hoping for it because I'm I'm so proud of this season and I'm so proud of the work that everyone has done and I feel like that that will resonate with the audience. I people I feel like people will see that uh and 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 know how how far we've come as a as a unit working on this show. So uh, I really hope that we get a third season just to see where, how we can push it even more and see where right. we can go. Um, but yeah, I'm very hopeful for that. That's awesome. Rita, what's next for you now? Any other, other projects you're allowed to tell us about that you're coming out or working on? Uh, as I mean, not, not as, not as far as acting goes. We're just, I mean, staying with, staying with villains. I mean, still auditioning, you know, when I can, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a slow season right now, but we're good, yeah. you know? seeing what, how things are going but um outside of that uh playing music with my band right now we're playing a, a show at the troubadour in la in july so that's a huge thing i have to look forward to um but outside of that uh just really enjoying the the downtime of you know having worked for for eight months and now it's like you can rest and recuperate be with your family be with your friends and and make up for for lost time that you spent you know right. 
working five days a week uh, and just kind of recharge and be ready for a third season. And so that's what I'm hoping for. That's awesome. Reed, how can the listeners and viewers find you on social media? Keep up with you. Uh, just under my name, Reed Horstman on, on Instagram. Uh, no spaces, no caps. Uh, I know my last name is a little bit hard to spell, but that's two, two ends on the end. I always have to remind people of that, but um, yeah, that's how you can find me. I think it's the same on TikTok as well, but uh, yeah, that's how you can find me. That's awesome. Reed, uh, this was great. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Let's get you back on in the future. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast and our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.